sack Is that all you get for your money? And if that's what you have in mind Yeah, if that's what you're all about Good luck moving up Cause I'm moving out Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins. Well, good morning, everybody, and uh, a very Merry Christmas uh, season to each of you. Uh, we're here live in the iHeart studio. Do you have all your Christmas shopping done? Are you done? Are you complete? I actually have two things I'm waiting to be delivered, so we'll see. And now, here's what we've got. I know none of them are up listening. But we've got the grandkids wanting to bring the boyfriends <laughs> to Christmas. <laughs> and we're going, do we say no to that? Uh, and, so my my flaw, my parenting flaw, because I have I always have this, I have, you know, a we have five kids, and my philosophy is bring them along. If they can survive the family, they can survive. I know, right. And if they're not good, the family will see it. The family will know. Oh, that's a good thought. The family can influence. I just don't want to go out for a last-minute shopping day today <laughs> to, to accommodate the boyfriends because they could be different ones next year, that's you know? Exactly. <laughs> if they come to Christmas, I figure it's uh, pretty serious. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's Well, Ogden and John, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll we'll let the other adults of the household make that decision for us. <laughs> uh, we have got uh, truly one of our favorite guests here today, which is Tim Fain of Exceptional Floor Care, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you started out at Exceptional Carpet Cleaning, and we're going well, we still have carpet, but not all that much. <laughs> kind of hard to, uh, to encompass everything that you do in a company name. I tried, but... Uh... Well, exceptional is the true word. <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, we want you to call us today. And uh, we announced we were doing this. Uh, and I got a few emails oh, Great for with questions to ask. Okay. Uh, and you tell us how to take care of those. You want me to just start with an email? Well, absolutely. Okay. Will you ask Mr. Fain if he can still get out the red wine out of my white brocade chair from Ooh. that was spilled last New Year's Eve? <laughs> so... <laughs> Pulling out the big guns this time. Well, uh, I don't know about that. The The answer to that is yes, um, it can come out. Um, depending on the fabric that it is, um, we have to be very careful in how we get that out. Um, a oxidizer like hydrogen peroxide is a great thing to get out um, red wine stains. Um, but on white brocade, it could be cotton um, or a natural fiber. And the one bad thing about oxidizers is they can weaken cellulosic fibers like cotton. And so you have to be very careful because while it can take the spot out, it can also weaken those fibers enough that over time 
that could rot out and you could have a hole there. So you have to be very careful uh, in using an oxidizer. I would on say it. on that one, call Tim and have him take it out for you. <laughs> That's, I always give that caveat because I don't want somebody calling me and saying I have a giant hole where I followed your advice from. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, how about what could they have done last New Year's Eve when that wine was spilled? Drink less. Well, they were drinking less because they were <laughs> spilling more. <laughs> That that's true. Yeah, the the on re, on wine, um, an oxidizer is the best thing to put on that. Um, but what I would do, and what I tell people to try first, is try putting white wine on it. First. Really? Yes. So drink more. Yeah, <laughs> I was wrong. So, so switch switch <laughs> over switch to white wine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because many times the white wine will remove the white wine, the red wine stain, and done safely. It doesn't always work, and you know you get into a lot of compound things like a lot of wines. They add synthetic dyes to to make it a richer color or that type of thing. A lot of times, your cheap wines will do that. Try to give it a richer look, and then you've got a synthetic stain as well as an organic base stain and an oxidizer as we've talked about here many times takes care of uh, of organic base stains but does not take care of synthetic dyes like kool-aid and the dyes they put in sports drinks like gatorade cough syrup and that type of thing wow okay that's it. If you want to join the conversation today, the number is 840-1000. That's 405-840-1000. It's a great, great morning to call in if you have floor care problems of all sorts, not just wine. Are you ready for another one? I am. Okay. My Cocker Spaniel has a favorite chair, and no matter how I clean it, I've had it professionally cleaned. And the smell is still there. Okay. What you probably have from a dog um, laying on it is the oils from the dog's coat that's transferring onto the um, fabric. And because of those oils, it is a food source for bacteria to grow. So um, some of the best things that you can do is kill, remove the source of the odor. Kill the dog? (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes that might be the uh, the answer, but no. Uh, I don't think PETA is sponsoring this show. Dogs are my friend. I will. (laughs) Okay, thanks for clarifying that. that, Dogs are dogs and cats are definitely my friend. I've been in your house, and they definitely (laughs) are your friend. So. Yeah, we want to remove those oils that that's creating the food source for bacteria to grow. So cleaning that with something that, you know, oil and water don't mix. So a lot of times people want to just use something water-based on something oily and wonder why it's not cleaning. You have to have to have, you have to have something that can break down that oil and that grease. So and What is that again that will break down the oil? Uh, an emulsifier will do that, something that can can break through it. So I tell people, 
you've seen the commercials where the little ducks are covered in, in grease oh, right? and all with yeah. the oil spill. Well, Dawn and some of your common household, milder household detergents um, have um, ingredients in there that are meant to emulsify oil and grease because you cook with it. And so in order for it to clean your dishes that you've just, you know, fried hamburgers in, you have to have something to break that down. So the only thing I caution people, a lot of those products have a lot of color to them. So something, you know, like a you know, ivory liquid, something that's clear or white is best. You know, I once had someone with a white carpet went around with blue Windex trying to get spots out, and I got everything out but the blue Windex. <laughs> so be careful with that. Sometimes a solution can create a bigger problem. You're exactly right, many times. We'll be right back with more right here in Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Our special guest is Tim Fain with Exceptional Floor Care, and we are covering all things dealing with floor care this morning. So if you want to call in, call in. Numbers 840-1000, Okay, I'm going to continue with the email questions. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, this would go for either one, but it the base, this is a long one, but... Sick kids, biologic spills, right, right. Uh, from the top or from the bottom mm-hmm. of the child mm-hmm. or the older adult. Yeah. yeah. How do you take care of cleaning that up? They're pretty. They're complex um, because a lot of times there's dyes in food and in things that you know. So that can be kind of complex too, and it mixes with acid in the stomach of of people and dogs. Um, So I tell people the first thing to do is get underneath it with a dust pan. I I had a customer recently said they took my advice and used a spatula. And I said, please don't ever use that spatula for anything else after this. But, uh, But from underneath, lift up and get out so you're not grinding it further down into the carpet, or the flooring, and uh, scoop that up as much as you can. Uh, and then from there, um, I'll take a wet towel and try to blot that and get as much up as I can by blotting. Um, you can also, then I, I like to let what we have there dry if I can a little bit so that anything left over gets kind of crusty. And then you can use, I use that flat edge of a old spoon or uh, a butter knife or, you know, the edge of a spatula and just rake back and forth to go in and kind of clean that. A lot of times people want to take a towel and scrub and rub or rub in circles. I can tell when they've done that because they've distorted the fibers and it never will look the same. You've damaged the fiber. And when you damage the fiber, you're also locking anything that's inside those fibers in where it can't get out. 
So uh, it's important that you don't set the stain by doing that. So never scrub. Take something, uh, even the edge of a coin, like a quarter back and forth. Get the rest of it up and then. Go spend that quarter. No. That's right. <laughs> Give it to somebody else. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> re-gift it. And uh, when you're done with that, anything that's left, use hydrogen peroxide. Organic, you use hydrogen peroxide. And it's safe on virtually even wool carpet. Um, your regular 3%, you know, brown bottle solution that you get in the uh, drugstore. Do you dilute it or just just straight, just straight? Because it's already diluted. It's 97% water anyway, 3% um, actual peroxide. So do that. The only time that I would dilute that is if you do, like we talked about earlier, if you have a cotton fringe of a wool rug or a cotton or linen chair or something like that, then I would cut that in half and try that slowly um, and reapply as necessary, but that's the best way um, to get anything up that's organic that way. Just don't grind it in and uh, don't rub or scrub with a towel or a rag, uh, anything like that, that you damage the carpet fiber. Are you wondering who you're listening to? <laughs> this is Tim Fain from Exceptional <laughs> Carpet Cleaning, our expert when it comes to all things floor care. And he is truly an expert. It's one of the things I always love. I know. Is that it's, there, there is not just here's what to do, but here's why. <laughs> right. And that that gives me kind of rise to our next question. Uh, well, actually, I want to know more about that one to, before we go on, okay? okay. Uh, you s- said something that, I didn't really hadn't thought about before, but when someone vomits, throws up, pukes, barks, we could use all these words, right? (laughs) And have. (laughs) And have. Uh, How do you know what they're throwing up? So, and like you said, the color, maybe they've drank some Kool-Aid or maybe they uh, had beets for dinner. Right. Probably not, but <laughs> so how do you know what they threw up? And because it matters. I mean, you go it into the matter. alkaline and the acidity all the time. Right. How long has it dwelled right. in the stomach to pick up that acid? Sometimes we're a little bit uh, investigative. You know, a lot of it, customers sometimes don't know what's going on. I don't know where that came from. I came home one day and there it was. Sometimes I think that's the truth. Sometimes maybe it isn't. But uh, I always tell people, don't lie to your doctor or your carpet cleaner. You know, we can help you, you know, but we we need the truth. Was that a self-inflicted stain? <laughs> yes. So that that always helps, you know, to know. But then I just try to use some common sense when I'm trying to look at it. Say, what's that color? What would what would create that? And if it's really bright red, um, you know, you're probably looking at something that's synthetic based. Um, and then, you know, and and yellow, you're probably yellows and browns. Many times uh, you're looking at something that's organic based. And so I try to to go that way. But if you're in doubt, it's always best um, to be Careful and go slow and gentle and work your way up to stronger things as 
needed if needed if it doesn't take it out but uh that's that's what i do i'll look at it and say somebody say well i think it's this and i'm like nah looks like you've dripped something across that you know that wouldn't be that or that looks like a furniture stain rather than rust and i do it because that looks like the imprint of a you know wooden chair leg instead of you know it was rust it would probably have several of them in several places so you have to just be kind of investigative and look at that and try to you know try to see but a lot of times the person that got sick knows exactly what they got sick on so (laughs) well and then you know many times when animals get sick it doesn't come out their top end it kind of goes through and comes out the bottom end how do you treat that differently um, I wear nose plugs. Oh, no. <laughs> very, very similar in that, um, except any of those things you can almost always expect, um, wick back on as it dries because the more liquid that it is, the further down it goes and could get into the backing or the pad. So one, one other tip that I would tell you on that is, when you get that surface wet and you think you've gotten it all up, take an old dog towel or, you know, what you wash the car with or whatever. I prefer white so it, you don't transfer any dye onto your carpet, but fold it over several times, get it thick, put it over that wet area and put something heavy, a weight, a heavy book, something like that on top and leave it for about 24 hours. If something's going to wick up, uh, from that into the ends of the fiber, if you have that towel pressing down on top of it while it's doing that, it wicks on into that towel instead of wicking in and leaving it in on the ends of the fiber. So a lot of times when you have those trouble spots that you say, I clean it, and it just keeps coming back, you're either leaving soap in the carpet, and that soap's reattracting soil. We call that, um, that's... The uh, that's not wick back. Um, that is a, a record, returning soil from a soap residue, or wick back is coming from underneath using the moisture as a wicking agent to come up. So if you put that towel over the top of that with a weight pressing into it, then as it wicks up, it wicks on into the absorbency of the cotton towel instead of staying mm. on the ends of your fiber. So. Well. I'll tell you, it is, it's always enlightening to hear what you have to share with us. And you share different things each time. But when you uh, tell us that wick, it wicks back up, it reminds me of like a straw in the, you have in your like cup of water or whatever you have it in. And the water in the straw is always a little bit higher Mm -hmm than the surface level of the vessel that's containing that water or liquid because water seeks a higher level, right? Right. That's exactly right. And as the the tips of the fiber dry first, moisture always seeks dry. And so that's the reason why the oil from a lamp or uh, from a candle, it wicks up that, it goes up that wick, the absorbency, it's attracted to the warmth, the dryness, the heat of the top. And so the, the tips of your carpet fiber dry first, the moisture is then attracted to that and crawls up that or wicks up that to the end. 
And a lot of times people say, well, the spot just came back. Well, the spot didn't come back. You still had stain down deep. And what we cleaned off the end of the fiber as it dried attracted moisture that was carrying more of the stain up to the end. So the way to, to thwart that is to use that absorbent towel on the top of that with a weight pressing into it. So as it dries, it dries on into the towel instead of the ends of the fiber where it runs out of space to go. That's great information because I would think that putting something heavy down on it would press it down, but just that weight coming up. I've been waiting to ask you a question for a couple of weeks because... My dog had an encounter with a skunk. And we'll be talking about that when we come back right here in Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky's Ivans Real Estate Team. We're here with Becky Ivans and our special guest, Tim Fain, with exceptional carpet cleaning. And it is time for our word of the day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. Give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Becky, what's our word of the day? Our word of the day today is immediately. Now, most of us know, just speaking, what that means, but it means uh, without any intervening time or space. Right now is immediately. So why do we have that word of the day, Tim? Well, because I think um, the faster that you can get to a, a problem, the the faster it's resolved and the less that it can evolve into a bigger problem. So uh, if you have something that's occurred, um, it's best to have it taken care of immediately rather than uh, uh, let it dry. I had a, uh, in fact, I think it's on my Facebook page, um, had somebody that spilled um, bright turquoise paint um, in probably a, about a one foot by one foot circle on white carpet. Oof. And we were able to remove all of it because she called us immediately. And I told her that even though I couldn't get there right away, I told her what to do to make it to where I could still get it out when I could arrive. Um, And if she had let that dry, that latex paint dry on that carpet, it would have been permanent. And um, they would have have covered it up or replaced the carpet. But we were able to save that and make it look um, like it had never occurred because she called me immediately and said, what do I do? And I get that a lot, especially people that have heard me here on the radio station. People just call up and say, hey, I just I need some advice. And uh, I'm always happy to help. You know, if you're not ready to hire our company, that's fine. Just let me help somehow. Let me uh, answer a question that you might have. I'm always happy to do that. That's our theory in our real estate company is every time the phone rings, somebody needs help with something. Absolutely. And we're here to help. And uh, so 
we're we're getting a lot of people calling. Last year we got a lot of people. We tried to help sell their home warranties because they would call wanting to sell us not a home warranty, a car warrant. Oh, oh so, yeah. I, I would give them some tips on prospecting and tell them, let people call you instead of you calling them. So <laughs> I just give them my name and social security number. And yeah, your bank, your bank account number and how, how it's styled so that they can help themselves. <laughs> so, Tim, I had this issue. I was taking care of my son's dog, Ellie. And so I'm a wonderful grandparent of pets is the way I would put it. Like it's I, interesting. My son's dog's name is Ellie. Really? Yeah. They're Australian yep. Shepherd. Okay. I have no idea what kind of dog this is. <laughs> it certainly has, certainly in some kind of shepherd hunt dog type capacity. So a little bit longer hair, not real oily hair, but, you know, some of that butt. We had a skunk that just spray right in the snout. And the problem is that you don't know it until you let the dog in. Yeah. And then, you know, immediately she started trying to rub herself on the carpet mm-hmm. or on the rug that we had. Yeah. And my understanding is it's oil. Right. So how do you deal with the skunk? I tell people first what I would do is um, take Dawn to break that. That uh, oily substance. Dishwashing soap. Dishwashing soap, something that is good at at getting the oil and the grease up. Mix a little bit. Don't, a lot of times with guys, you know, a little bit, we think, well, a lot will make it even better. That's not always the case. So uh, just a few drops of a dish soap in warm water and pour uh, hydrogen peroxide in that um, and clean the um, areas that have been affected with that. And if you have a little home machine that you can use to rinse it, I, I don't like the home machines for anything except spots, spills, trying to remove some, you know, a pet accident before it sets in, you know, because, and the reason I don't like them is the soaps that they make leave a residue which can reattract soil and cause more problems. But if you just put water or vinegar in those machines, vinegar is a really good rinsing aid to, to make sure you're counteracting the alkalinity of the cleaner with an acid. Vinegar is acetic acid, so if you do like a 10 to 1, um, 5 to 1 water to, to vinegar ratio and rinse it then with that to take the residue of your cleaner off, that's a really good thing to do, but you're when you think through things, sometimes people say, well, I mixed all this together. And I'm like that doesn't even make sense. I mean, you're, you're, uh, you know, mixing an acid with an alkaline and all in one thing. And then you're throwing in baking soda in there as a <laughs> oxidizer. And it also is an abrasive, you know, just so you kind of just have to think through some of those things. But what you're doing is the dishwashing soap is breaking loose the oil from the dog and uh, from the st- skunk spray and emulsifying that so that it can then be a rinsed, can be rinsed out or removed. And then your peroxide is destroying the bacteria that's causing an odor. Usually if there's an odor involved, it's bacteria that's causing that it's, it, it, as, an, as it grows. It gets that way. I explained to somebody yesterday when an animal urinates on the floor, you don't smell it right away. 
because it leaves the body in a fairly pure state, but it has salts, oils, lipids, things in that that um, bacteria likes to uh, to grow on. It's a food source, and as that back as it sits there, that bacteria starts to grow, and the odor gets worse and worse. And uh, that's why you remove the source of the odor first before you start attacking it. But that's what I would do. Long story short on that, I just like to tell why sometimes I over-educate, but I think if people understand the whys of things, it helps them then to go through and and solve their problems as things come up. It also helps them um, from being hoodwinked by scams in our industry, people that come in and say, well, I'm going to do this. If you can look at that and say, well, that doesn't make sense, you know, because I know you got to remove the source of the odor, then you can kind of prevent yeah. yourself from being taken advantage of by, by other people in my industry. I wish it wasn't that way, but unfortunately our industry doesn't require education, even though I'm an IICRC master certified cleaning technician. Um, you don't have to have that. You don't have to have any education or license to do my job. And a lot of people in our industry go out and they're just out to try to make money off of people. And and that's sad. So I try to do uh, as much as I can to offset that. Well, you still make money. I do make money, yeah. but but you know I can also lay my head down at night because uh, I always want to make sure I treat people the way I would want to be treated and make sure that I always do the right thing, whether someone does that to me or not. I can't control that, but I can always do the right thing. So. Yeah. And you do, I do the right thing, yes. I've known you for decades. Yes. So, so when it comes to pets – is there one kind of pet that's worse than the others as far as dealing with with the with the oil or the dander or the Yeah, well, cuz I I'll give you one that's my worst is ferrets. I think yeah. ferrets are the worst. Yeah, they have a musty odor. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually cleaned up ferret urine and it's pretty strong too. So, as far as the uh the oils and things any dog that is made to go in water, like a Labrador Retriever, a Beagle, something that has an oil, you know, has an oily coat, it's meant to repel water. Those will have worse dander issues as far as you know the doggy wet dog smell, that type of thing. Urine, as far as urine ferret, is fairly strong, but cats um, have about ten times the amount of proteins in their urine that dogs do, and that's the reason why. A lot of times people say, well, I believe, I believe you can remove the dog urine smell. I don't believe you can, cat. You can, but you have to use quite a bit more product to do it with a lot more dwell time to get it out because of those uh, the strength of the proteins uh, that are in the cat urine versus the uh, dog urine. So hmm. It's... It's weird, you know, I can walk in a house and know whether it's it's human, dog, or cat, you know, and somebody, oh, I don't think it was my cat. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not here to tell you anything different except 20 years' experience, you know, tells me different, but, you know, I won't argue. <laughs> uh, well, Tim, I want to know <clears throat> why you changed the name of your company and... Uh, then I want to hear some of your m- 
weirdest cleanup jobs. And we'll do that right after our break. Right here in Oklahoma Real Estate on the move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the move. It is time for our smoking hot deal. Hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, our smoking hot deal is brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the southwest corner of 122nd and Penn on 63rd, just west of Meridian at 505 East Main Street in Yukon, and just opened on May Avenue, just northwest of Hefner Road. Casa Perico. Okay, that's a good place to stop while you're doing your finishing your Christmas shopping. Finishing the Christmas shopping just today. Run in. It's a, you can do a fast thing or you can just uh, take your time and visit or and have a good time. Call ahead and order it to go. You can do that. Yeah, they're great at that. In fact, they, it up. Ca- they cater. Mm-hmm. We've had them cater a Got few them times. Parties. They'll, they'll get everything together for your home party. I mean, they. That's a good Great. thing. We may have Casa Perico for Christmas dinner. <laughs> That's sounding pretty easy. Uh, okay, our smoking hot deal today is in the mid 300s price wise, and it's almost 3,000 square feet. Uh, and it's a four bedroom. Now, this, uh, what I love about this house is its location. It, if you know where Stars and Stripes Park is, this is the neighborhood that kind of backs up to Stars and Stripes mm-hmm. Park. This is on 71st in the 3600 block of 71st. And so it's right, it's walking distance to Lake Hefner. Yep, very easy to walk or to ride a bike onto the trails. Just fantastic location. And if you work from home, it's got a couple of extra rooms that you can work from home in so that you will have your home office uh and so, anyway, that's our smoking hot deal. It is at thirty six twenty nine Northwest Seventy First Street in the Donna Gill neighborhood. That's the one that just—it's right next to Stars and Stripes Park. And if that's ringing a bell for you, you can go to BeckyIvans.com, click on search listings. You'll see it right there. You can take a virtual tour yourself or schedule an in person tour. Okay, we are—we've. Rounded third, we're headed for home. Tim Fain of Exceptional Floor Care, right? Uh, you changed the name of your company to Exceptional Floor Care as opposed to Exceptional Carpet Cleaning. And I would think that one of the reasons is because we have so many hard surface floors now. Right. So, I mean, there's luxury vinyl floor. Mm-hmm. There is... Uh, linoleum still mm-hmm. the seamless right uh vinyl and there's tile different types of tile stone yeah and yeah tile and stone right mm-hmm. natural stones uh and wood floor right actual wood floor and engineered wood floor and laminate and laminate oh my goodness so you clean each one of those exactly the same no Oh, okay. No, you you don't. And, um, you know, usually when somebody wants um, tile or stone cleaned, it's usually the grout lines they're more worried about. Um, and so, 
you, that's usually your your issue with that. Um, the main thing that that I get with on all of those things is how do I take care of it, and uh, I see ways that they take care of it that are wrong and create an issue. So a lot of times on a on a laminate or or a um, LVP LVT um, or engineered or hardwood floor, they're they're wanting to restore a shine somehow. They want more of a shine on their floor than what it's got, and so when they go and get quick shine or um, bone polish or um, uh, rejuvenate. These are all brand names of an acrylic finish that they put on like the old mop and glow. And they put that on those wood floors or laminate floors to try to get a shine to it. Please don't do that. We do remove it. It is expensive to remove and it, you know, it's problematic. So shouldn't use that to try to add, you know, a, a shine or a luster. A lot of times they'll use other cleaners on it and It'll leave a haziness or a cloudiness uh, on their floor, leave footprints, you know. So I tell people on those floors, use a neutral floor cleaner. Go to Home Depot, Lowe's, go to the janitorial aisle where they sell um, all of the janitorial supplies. You can get a gallon of neutral floor cleaner, and it'll say on the back what the dilution rates are, but it's I like about two to four ounces to a gallon of water. Mop it on and, and forget it. And in most cases, for, for wood or for you know your laminate, um, that works great. Or your luxury vinyls, um, that works great. And if you're in a kitchen area, you have some you know grease and that type of thing build up, as we talked about, oil and water don't mix. Use one cap full of non-sudsing ammonia to a gallon of hot water. Mop it on about once a month, once every two months, just to, in the areas you need to cut the grease and oil uh, from your airborne greases from cooking. Uh, and then do a hot water rinse afterwards just to make sure that there's no residue left. So do that. Uh, a lot of people love to use vinegar on tile and grout. A diluted vinegar is not too bad, but like we talked about earlier, it's acetic acid. And the reason why it seems to clean your grout line so well is it's actually eating a microfine layer of your grout away. It's it's oh, it's man. eating the, the calcium in the sand portion of the grout, and so you're etching it. You're actually taking the top layer off. Making it ready to catch any stain. So if you start wondering uh, why all of a sudden you have areas where you have no grout, you've used um, an acid-based cleaner, which is, you know, really not cleaning. It's eating it away. So I I caution people against doing that for that reason. Um, Color seal, a lot of times people want to change the color of their grout lines or cover up dirty grout don't use um it's basically paint for grout lines and when we come in and try to do a cleaning a lot of it peels off and now you got a junky mess you know with it it's not a it's a last resort and it has to be done in the right way well and you do steam clean grout lines oh yeah well how long does it last when you do that well 
how long does your shirt stay clean when you get it back from the cleaners until you get it dirty again? Oh, so okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, your shirt doesn't get itself dirty. You know, it's things that we do, and and your tile, if you don't walk back in on the floor again, it'll never get dirty again. It's just how long it takes for you to get it dirty. If you use cleaners. Once you have it professionally clean and we get the, the, the tile clean, I always tell people, if you're going to resist strong cleaners, go ahead and pay to have it sealed. It'll protect that from getting dirty, and it'll last three to five years that way. If you're addicted to Fabuloso, Mr. Clean, Pine Sol, and you're going to use that or your housekeepers are, then don't spend the money on sealer and just have it done more often. But by using a neutral cleaner, um, you're not getting a residue left on your floor that reattracts soil, and so it doesn't get it dirty as fast. And that's the reason why I recommend cleaning in those types of ways so that it does stay clean long. Well, you've mentioned the word neutral seven uh-huh. several times. Yeah. So what is a neutral cleaner? A neutral cleaner is one that has no pH. It's not alkaline. It's not acid. So it's a 7 on the pH scale of 0 to 14. That's what water is. And so a neutral cleaner, and it says neutral cleaner on that bottle, it it means that it has no alkalinity, has no acid. So it has just surfactants and things to clean, but it's not going to be altering the pH not going to be leaving a residue. One final question for you, Tim Fain. I want to know, in your household, is it shoes on or shoes off? I take my shoes off and place it on a rug in my wood hallway so that when I'm walking on my high-end rugs and carpet, I'm not tracking things in on it. So is it barefoot or stocking feet? Recommend socks or slippers because your feet have oils on the bottom of it that can transfer onto the carpet or the rugs and reattract soil. We thank you very much for thank coming. You for having me. And we want you back soon because we all, you have answers to a lot of questions. Uh, Jim Ivins, sing us out. Recognize that voice. And may all of your hopes turn to wishes And may all of your wishes come true